Major support for Out to Lunch provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937, now with more than 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. Online at joneswalker.com. Additional support for Out to Lunch from Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank and Resource Management, Inc. From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and economist. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Once a week, I have lunch at Commander's Palace and invite guests from the world of New Orleans business to join me. As a country, we've been through a pretty big year, including two hurricanes, Isaac and Sandy, and a presidential election. Uh, we've put Thanksgiving and Black Friday behind us. Now, as we head into December, for much of the country, the difficult days of winter lie ahead. Freezing conditions, crippling snowstorms. Here in New Orleans, we have our own issues with snow. The question we ask is not, how much snow can we expect this winter, but rather, how long before the snowball stands open? The beginning of snowball season is a big deal here. As a culinary milestone, it's up there with king cake season and oyster season. My guest today and out to lunch is trying to change this New Orleans ritual forever. Chris Corrado is the founder of Snowballs to Go. Snowballs to Go puts your seasonal snowball into a pint container, like ice cream, and lets you eat it all year. If this product takes off, the great New Orleans snowball tradition will be changed forever. Another tradition that was changed forever occurred when Mackenzie's Bakery went out of business. It was such a tradition that the historic landmark folks made the building's new tenants on Britannia Street uptown keep the original Mackenzie's sign, even though they now sell ice cream and not donuts. The ice cream store is Creole Creamery, which is rapidly becoming as much of a traditional landmark in New Orleans as Mackenzie's, with a store uptown and a second location in Lakeview. The founder of Creole Creamery, David Bergeron, is my other guest on Out to Lunch today. David Bergeron, Chris Corrado, thank you very much for joining me on Out to Lunch. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Thanks well, for having us. Peter. Well, this is great. I've um, this is the Iceman cometh. This is gonna <laughs> gonna work out great. Now, now, Chris, what New Orleanian doesn't want a snowball all year round? Putting snowballs in a pint-sized ice cream container and selling them in a supermarket freezer section frankly seems like a no-brainer. But like every great idea that looks so simple from the outside, I'm sure there are all kinds of complications in the execution. The first, I would think, is capturing that fluffy ice and the effect the syrup has on when it's freshly poured over it. How do you make snowballs to go taste like your favorite snowball stand? And was there a bigger problem, maybe one you didn't expect that you've run into since starting up the business? Geez, there's been a bunch of... And when did it all start, Chris? Well, it all started about two years ago. Um, uh, my mom wanted to open a snowball stand because the family's been in the snowball business for 50 years. Now, in, in what sense? They, uh, they a, had a snowball a, stand. And where snowball was it? It's in Kenner on Roosevelt and Airline. It's the red, right. white, and blue snowball stand. That's why our cups have the red, white, and blue stripes. All right. So um, she wanted to open a snowball stand. I said, Mom, that's a terrible idea. You know how much hours and how, many, how much work it is. It's just nonstop. So let's open hundreds of snowball stands. And she said, how in that are we going to do that? And I said, well, we worked on a technique with my uncle a while back and finally put it into motion and had a friend of mine own the convenience store. We test marketed it, blew our sales numbers out the water. Uh, didn't believe, my mom didn't believe it. She didn't want to invest in it. So she said, well, do it again. So we went and got another store and that store beat the first store. So... At the end of our first four months, I think we had five accounts. At the end of our second year, 
our first year, full, first full year, we had about 400 accounts. Now we're climbing about over 800. Wow. Now, Chris, one of the first things I thought of is, you know, if you have snowballs outside of New Orleans, they're frankly terrible. You they know, are. they're just like this frozen ice. With, how have you been able to get that, what we love, in that, that little box? Lots of love. Pixie juice. <laughs> just, it's, it's just something we worked on, and it, it's, it's a special technique. It's very involved. Um, it's a lot of timing. It's a, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of love put into each one. And now, uh, when, I, when guests come on, a lot of times they talk about how difficult it is to get shelf space. I mean, you're competing with all the big brands and all that. You've had a lot of luck. Not, not luck. I mean, you've worked hard at it. How's it, how's it happened? Well, you know, fortunate for a local company, uh, big companies want to give an opportunity to local suppliers. Uh, you know, Rouse's, great partner, uh, immediately said, yes, we'll take it. We'll give you some space. Things worked out great. We're in all their locations. Um, and, and it just kind of snowballed from there. A company like Racetrack. Uh, Racetrack is based out of Atlanta, but a manager called me, and 30 minutes later, I'm on the phone with the head buyer from them, and she puts it in all of Louisiana stores. So it, it's a lot of luck, I guess, you know, and just persistence. And what do you mention some others? Are Bromart? Uh... We're in Bromarts, we're in Albertsons, we're in Winn Dixie's. We just started with Winn Dixie this month, or actually last month. Um, a lot of the AG stores, uh, if I'm leaving anybody out, I'm sorry, but uh, we, we, we just have great partners and, and, and really expanding our business and really appreciate every. And Chris, thought. what does the footprint look like? How far out can I get this? You can get this, uh, all of the entire state of Louisiana, um, most of Mississippi, and uh, Alabama. And so you're in an area where people know what a snowball is, I guess. They do. Um, it, it's you know, mainly a Gulf Coast thing where they really love and know snowballs because, uh, you know, as you said before, you don't always get the best snowball at places. And uh, we think we're putting out a great product that, that gives customers an option, whereas they don't have a great snowball stand or something very convenient to them. Wow. Is, uh, did you finally convince your mom this is the model? Uh, well, she's, she's still on board. Okay. So right. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times moms are the toughest yeah. <laughs> people to run through this. They Now, uh, now, David, starting an ice cream store has its own unique issues. You're not taking over a restaurant or retail space. You can adapt. You have to buy and build in frozen display cases. You, you have to have specially equipped kitchen where you can make ice cream. It's not like you can look at any other great local successes. I mean, ice cream stores, when you started out here, were basically Baskin-Robbins, a big chain with resources. What gave you the courage to start Creole Creamery, and what gave you the confidence that it would be successful? I mean, what kind of a... Market research did you do before? Well, actually, um, when I was 15 years old, I got a job at uh, at Swenson's Ice Cream, which was in Metairie, um, and it was it was sort of the same deal. We made our own ice cream there. It was a factory. Um, we had sit down service like we do at the at the shop. Made the big Sundays, all the elaborate you know production, everything. Um, and I worked there for 10 years. I worked there through college. Um, got a good feel for the business. Um, I always knew that I wanted to work for myself, but not necessarily. In the, in the ice cream business. Um, and anyway, um, I uh, got a marketing degree over at UNO. After that, went to work for Marriott. Um, and working there, I realized I really would rather be working for myself. And about that time, the Swensons um, that I worked at went out of business. Um, I actually got all of their equipment, um, stuck it in my garage for a year and a half. <laughs> 
went around and looked for locations, and then, uh, you know, long story short, the McKenzie's location came open, did the build out on the building, um, moved everything in, and, and there you go. Um, so I sort of had a background in it. I kind of knew what to expect. Um, I knew that, um, you know, it, it's kind of weird that a, that a city the size of New Orleans with the climate that we have and the, the love of food that we have didn't have um, th that sort, you know, the niche that I'm filling, um, a homemade artesian ice cream shop. Um, and, you know, we thought, hey, why not, why not give it a try? And the flavors you came up with were uniquely New Orleans, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, my chef, uh, Brian Gilmore. Is that what you call an ice cream maker? Is a chef? Yeah, I guess yeah, sure, yeah, sure, sure. Um, actually, he's, uh, he's a buddy of mine from, uh, from high school. We, uh, we met over Brother Martin over on Elysian Fields and, um, you know, really good friends. And at the time that I was opening the shop, I didn't have anybody to kind of run the back of the house um, because I couldn't do both things. You know, I needed to make sure that the front of the house was taken care of, the customers, the, you know, all, everything that, that goes into that. And so um, Brian's always been someone who's been very creative in the kitchen, um, as you can see with the flavors that, oh, that yeah. we have. Um, and so I just said, hey, man, you want to make, make ice cream for the company? And uh, the rest is history. You know, we've made over 500 flavors. In the, in the shop, we have space for 36. So there are plenty that are seasonal. You know, there, there's about half of them we have all the time. And then half of them kind of revolving door, you know, they, they, they come and go. And some of them are driven by season. Some of them are driven by, um, you know, what, honestly, what we feel like making. Um, <laughs> and some of them are driven by demand. You know, this is the part of the show we call the checklist uh, part where we uh, ask a couple of questions that you probably wouldn't find on a loan application that we sort of get a little better feel for you. I'm going to start with Chris. Uh, Chris, what's the best day you ever had at work? Who probably the day... I mean, the first big sale, I guess, was or commitment was from Rouse's. You know, that was that was a big moment that said, okay, well, here's here's something. You know, yeah. Um, I didn't realize they probably give any local guy a shot. No, that's <laughs> that's not true. They, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> but who knows? Um, so that was a that was a really good day. I, I can imagine the first big big shot. And uh, Dave, what what about you? Um, it's kind of a weird thing. Um, We've been lucky enough to be on national TV a bunch of times, and, and um, I, I really appreciate the opportunities that that's given me. But the coolest thing that's happened happened last year when the people at the Roosevelt Hotel called, and they said that they're putting together their Christmas um, display. And they made cakes in the shapes of iconic New Orleans businesses. And, like, they had Commanders, they had Pascal's Manali, and they called and asked if they could put Creole Creamery on there. And oh. I'm like, that is the coolest thing you know, to be accepted as, as kind of an iconic business in the city, which has so many iconic businesses, um, it was really cool. That is, yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is a great honor. I, so, you know, I brought my daughter down there. We took pictures next to the cake, and it, it was great. David, I'll let you go first in this next one. What's your biggest extravagance? Personally or with the shop? Oh, or? personally, maybe. Uh, I like to travel. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's so it. yeah, my, my, money, that's my wife like and I and daughter, yeah, we like to, we like to travel. That's, that's, a good, that's a good way to go. You haven't? Like bought a red sports car or anything like that? No, no. I would honestly rather spend that money exploring. <laughs> really. I bet you go to ice cream places when you travel. So, um, yeah, whenever there's an ice cream place around, we tend to go to places that, um, you know, we have a little mom and pop place here and there. We go to, like, small towns, kind of get away from crowds. Um, but, yeah, yeah, whenever there's an ice cream shop around, we always go and, uh, and scope it out. And uh, there's somebody here with the IRS, and then you would write the trip off, I believe. <laughs> right, that would, yeah, that right. would work out fine. <laughs> now, uh, Chris, what about yourself? What? Company jet. 
Well, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's, what, what kind do you have? Uh, I don't know. We you don't know, but it's, it's, it's a good The one. engine's bad, so we don't use it. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> and uh, you need that because you're getting to the far corners of Louisiana. That's right. Uh, you know, you need to get there quick. I mean, this product melts, so it's <laughs> right. quick. Jeez, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, we, I have four kids, so I, I just, uh, you know, just kind of spoil the kids. I mean, that's yeah. what we do. I mean, we, I'm a simple guy. I mean, I like to eat and hang out with family and friends, and, and that just makes me happy. I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I love to travel. It's fun, but, you know, I'm just as content staying home and hanging out in my neighborhood. I live in a beautiful neighborhood. With, uh, and you're I'm just a simple guy. Freezer's loaded with snowballs. Freezer's always There's loaded a, with why, snowballs. Why leave home? There's a All the kids in the neighborhood come knock on my door. Hey, you got any snowballs? We want to buy them. I'm like, just take them here. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be trick-or-treating at his house. They, uh, Let's see, it's time to check our inbox, and that's when our producer picks a question that's come in from a listener uh, over the past week. Uh, Grant, what have you got? Peter, we didn't get a single sensible question out of any of our really? listeners for this show it's today. It's sensible. That was the They're all wise-ass type questions, basically asking us why you're doing a show about ice cream and snowballs in the winter. Mm. So I thought maybe we could just ask our guests, <coughs> what happens in the winter to the ice cream and snowball business? Well, that'll be great. Yeah. Well, it's, it's definitely a seasonal business, um, but... Uh, Honestly, we're affected more by rain than we are with temperature. Um, we, we would be busier on a day that's 40 degrees and sunny than a day that's 80 degrees and, and raining. So, um, you know. So do you buy, like, weather contracts and on the <laughs> Chicago board and uh, try to hedge that? Wow, that rain is what does it. Yeah. It's I think it has a lot to do with people going out to eat. You know, we get a lot of after school. I mean, definitely after school, you get the, you know, the carpools and all that. And maybe if it's raining, you know, mom doesn't want to bring four kids across the street and, uh, you know, in the rain. And um, it probably cuts down on the going out to eat a little bit, too. So. Um, so, yeah, we seem to be affected by so that a lot. Somewhat seasonal, but rain would be. Yeah. More of yeah. A and, it, you know, it's definitely slower in the wintertime than the summer. But, um, you know, we're slow between. Um, New Year's and Mardi Gras, and it really doesn't matter if Mardi Gras is late or early, but as soon as Mardi Gras happens, it's like a light switch, and people are out again. That's when they start eating ice cream Yeah, that, that's when they, they're out and about again. You know, Mardi the, Gras, when, that's when I start working on my taxes. <laughs> There's, uh, they, uh, they, I'm gonna, this is a better tradition, David. Well, maybe they need the, to, the ice cream is you know, part of therapy. after. Oh, yeah, this. yeah, this is, <laughs> this is all going to fit together. And Chris, what, what about yourself? You had mentioned earlier there's some seasonality. It, it's definitely a seasonal business. I mean, uh, New Orleanians are not used to eating snowballs in the wintertime. They're starting to. Um, it's a nice option. I mean, you know, we could have 75-degree weather and bright and sunny for Christmas Day. Uh, you know, this climate... Global warming it, is going to help yeah, you Yeah, I'm a big so fan of global warming. Like yeah, this. nothing green. I saw you spraying the aerosol cans yeah, exactly. out front. That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a seasonal business. Um, you know, we see a real big peak uh, starting right around, I guess, March, and it'll run through uh, September. It's a real solid, consistent business. I mean, the rain, you know, rain and snowballs, I don't know, it just doesn't work. Just like ice cream, I guess. Uh, you know, bright sunshine, no clouds is absolute snowball weather. You know, people just absolutely love it. Is there them. official season? I mean, is it like... Um, uh, I think there is. Uh, it's pretty much March to the end of September. That's the kind of... If you have a stand, you should be open about that time. And then did your family shut it down around those times They do. Too? They do. I mean, we, we tried to give an option to those rainy days. I mean, we saw a big spike in our business after the first real hard couple days of rain when that snowball stand was closed or didn't open back up after a rain, you would see a spike in business. And that's, you know, it, it's actually helped us, so. Oh, this is gonna be, see now this is, so droughts are good. 
looked over my shoulder, and some of your snowballs are arriving on the table here at Commander's Palace. Can't wait that is you a, guys to try them. That is, is going uh, to be great. While they're working on that part, and we're warming up our shovels or spoons here to, to try that out, we'll go into our lunch money section. And that's how we take a look at lunch money. Lunch money is our out-to-lunch uh, stock portfolio, uh, where every week uh, each guest comes up with one stock pick, and we put it into our... Uh, uh, our portfolio there and see how it's doing. I, I look back and uh, try to see who's, who's been pretty good and who's, who's had a tough time. The big winners have been, um, uh, uh, SK was our guest from Bioceptive, and he picked Bayer, and that's been up 35%, Bayer AG. And, uh, and Nino had picked Sonic, and that's up 22%. So um, those are our two winners so far, but you might have even greater winners in the, uh, in the pot here. David, what do you want to pick? I'm going to pick Home Depot. There always seems to be something going around the country where a large group of people need to fix a lot of things, <laughs> <laughs> as we are all too familiar with here. Um, but, um, but, yeah, I, I like Home Depot. There's a, and I know people always wrestle with the Home Depot Lowe's uh, yeah, yeah. thing. Uh, but I always liked Home Depot because that little guy Homer, the orange guy <laughs> on the bucket, that seems to be a, <laughs> yeah. That was uh, that was always it always seems so clever. <laughs> they, uh, well, good. That's uh, so. And you think probably with they said Sandy would take a uh, 240 billion dollars of refurbishing. Plus, I think you got the other thing you got on your side, David, is uh, most people believe housing is bottomed, and you know maybe you know that's going to help them as well. So, so we will see. And and Chris, what what stock do you have? I I, I just have to say Walmart is probably the most efficient, sharpest company out there. I mean, they seem to change where the Woolworths of the world, you know, they went down, and Walmart keeps doing things that are right. I mean, their neighborhood grocery things. Uh, they own the grocery business in the state of Louisiana, and I'm sure they'll probably own it everywhere. I mean, they're that good. They're that efficient. They got great buying power. I don't know if the stock's going to double, but I don't think it's going anywhere. But in, in distribution-wise, I hear that from companies all the time. They're just state-of-the-art. They are just as efficient as anyone you can imagine. Well, I remember, mean, they were the first people in after Katrina. It wasn't the federal government. It was Walmart. I thought that was an odd... Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 the, uh, wow, that's... Uh, that's true. And it's funny, whatever Walmart you go in in the world, it's always the same thing. You walk in as that old guy with the blue vest, the greeter right. guy. And Plus, it can't hurt. Maybe they have been talking to us about putting our products in. So oh, okay. Yeah, that I will, would go ahead and we'll give them a that. plug. They, uh, yeah. from what do we got? Oh, the ice cream. Oh, has nice. a, The ice snowball it's, has arrived. we got a top on that one. Okay. All right. Let's see. What do you, can you help us with this? Chris? Yeah, sure. let me see. I, I think you've done this before. Now, I assume, Chris, you have tasted this before. So this I have is, um, tasted all of these. All right. Now, David, what do you have? I have wedding cake. Wedding cake, and I have spearmint. A traditional New Orleans flavor. Well, this is really good for your breath, too. Yeah, this exactly. This is a terrific. Yeah. I, Better yeah. than a breath mint. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's great. Now, how do you keep the consistency of a snowball intact throughout the, the, the freezing is, process? That is our $2 secret. <laughs> <laughs> that's our $2 secret. I don't blame you. Because that's what I would think when I first, when we were about to have you on, I thought, you know, we'd freeze up like the way you get them in these other states. You know, and that's uh, truthfully what a lot of customers I hear. Well, we thought it was just going to be a block of ice. And that's, that's, you know, we do a lot of tastings and stuff, and, and that's what most people are amazed by. I mean, that's a good snowball. I don't care who you are. I mean, we put out a good product. Wow. Um, you know, I'll compare our snowballs to just about anybody. I mean, flavor, texture, I mean, it's there. It's, it's a real thing. So you are um, a chemist on the side, apparently, or something. Yes, yes. There's yeah. uh, the, uh, <laughs> she's the, uh, it's day job, right? Yeah, day job, day, day job. job as a chemist. <laughs> well, this was a great way. After, after our lunch, we, uh, we got to try these out. And we have others we haven't even stuck our, our spoons into. White chocolate flavor and, and grape. We got five of these flavors that, uh, I don't know if we have all of them here, but uh, 
we are just shipping five new flavors. Mango, uh, white chocolate, grape. I have to try the ice cream. Very, very pink. And what is the other one? Mango. Did wow, so mango? Yes. The, now, you've, um, do people come up to you with the ideas? Or you, you, know, we, you mentioned before the show that there were certain flavors that were just you know, from childhood. Yeah, I mean, there's certain flavors in the snowball business. Your strawberry, your bubble gum, your ice cream, your wedding cake. Those are main flavors. You know, then you get, then it's a big drop off to the other flavors. But uh, still, you know, you, you try to have enough flavors to fill shelves. The more flavors you have, hopefully the more space you get. <laughs> <laughs> the more options you can give to people. I mean, we're all about giving convenience and, and a great product. That's well, I think you both have, uh, you both have done that. Uh, David Bergeron, Chris Corrado, uh, one of the things we pride ourselves on in New Orleans is that we've got our priorities straight. Uh, getting our favorite snowball is definitely uh, one of those New Orleans priorities, and eat ice cream, be happy is another. Uh, here in New Orleans, we take enjoying life seriously, so thanks uh, from all of us uh, for the pleasure your snowballs and ice cream have, uh, have brought us. And, uh, and thanks for joining me on Out to Lunch Thank today. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. You guys have been great guests. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been David Bergeron, founder of Creole Creamery, and Chris Corrado, founder of Snowballs to Go. To find out more about David's ice cream or Chris's snowballs, follow the links on our website, itsneworleans.com and wwno.org. Our show is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday through Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday with live music, and dinner seven nights a week. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our web designer and digital guru is Dr. Cliff Brigden. Jennifer Smith is our researcher. Mitch Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can keep up with our continuing adventures in Crescent City Commerce by liking It's New Orleans on Facebook, and you can get in touch with us and sign up for our mailing list at itsneworleans.com. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at It's New Orleans. To listen to past shows or to get this show as a podcast, go to wwno.org or itsneworleans.com. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting and WWNO for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. Until we meet again around the table here at Commander's Palace, I'm Peter Rusciutti. Thanks for joining me on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937. Now with more than 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. Online at joneswalker.com. Additional support for Out to Lunch from Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank and Resource Management, Inc.